Why are football managers like Jose Mourinho and Sir Alex Ferguson paid huge sums of money to give talks to business schools and Fortune 500 companies across the world? What do they know about business? There are major comparisons between football leadership and business leadership, and we discuss this on the show. This is two mates talking about something we all love, football. Just like you and your mates sat in the front room, at the stadium, in the pub, or with a bit of sunshine in a beer garden, we discuss all current topics. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree. But to quote the famous words of Bill Shankly, some people think football is a matter of life and death. I assure you, it's much more serious than that. So sit back and enjoy two mates talking football leadership. Let's get going with this show, people. Absolutely buzzing. Last international game is going to be tonight with England. And then we're back to the Premier League this weekend. That is all we want. Do we care about internationals, free lines on our shirt? Not really. We want to see the Premier League. And there's a certain person that I know, the person that's on this show with me is desperate to see. You want to say hello, Ash? Hello, boys and girls. Very, very big weekend. Something I've dreamed of that you sort of wouldn't see come true. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Oh, just a small affair of the greatest footballer ever to play in the Premier League coming back to it, you know? <laughs> so, that's a, that's a good question, actually. That Ronaldo at that time, would you say that that would be the best footballer ever? Or would you say what he became afterwards made him the best footballer ever? Look, I won't... Listen, I watched Ronaldo when he first come on against Bolton as a 17, 18-year-old and he done things with football. I'm like, wow. It took him three years to develop yeah. and then once those three years were developed, after the 2006 uh, World Cup, he come back and he was just an absolute animal. And from that on, we just dominated. Three Premier League titles in a row, Champions League finals, FA Cups, you name it, we won it. And he was a formidable part of that team. We had an amazing team, but he was formidable. He Is he the best ever player to play in the Premier League? Oh, I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm probably being biased and saying, yeah, because he won the Ballon d'Or and he took us to heights we never thought we could reach as an individual. Well, heights you never thought you'd reach. I mean, you'd won about 10 titles just before he came, so... Yeah, no, of course we did. But remember, remember, Abramovich come along, Chelsea were yeah. winning titles, Arsenal were winning titles. We hadn't won a title for a couple of years, Mourinho mm. and all that. Then in 2000, I think it was the 6-7 season... Mm. We, we won back our title. We got to the semi-final of the Champions League. Yeah. We then got to the final of the Champions League. We won it. The next year, we got to another final. But we come up against the team that, you know, you might look back in 20 years and say that was probably one of the best ever footballing teams you'll see in a long time. Messi, Iniesta, Xavi, you know. You know, we come, and, and we come up mention. short. They, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We come up short. But... You know, we were so dominant. And then when Ronaldo left, what happened? Yeah, we won a couple of titles here and there. But we weren't, we weren't, we weren't dominant in Europe. I know we got to a final, but as soon as we played someone like Barcelona, they absolutely annihilated us. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't want to take any gloss or shine away from the weekend. Even I'm excited about this. Like, and especially, I think, it's at home, isn't it? Or is it at Newcastle? It's at home. No, no, it's, it's at, at home. home. And it's against Newcastle. And there's a little bit of history there. I mean, they're not playing well at the moment, but there should be a lot of goals in it. There should be a lot of goals in it. Like, you're not coming up against a ridiculously tough team. So, he should be able to... I believe he'll get on the pitch. I mean, there's too many eyes on him not to get on the pitch. Too many shirt sales that need to happen. And he'll run a few players ragged. But where where is he going to play? Striker. He is a striker now. You, you know, like I said, I've been watching him. Like I'm almost like a Juventus and Real Madrid fan because of him. Because yeah. watching him, he his he's involved, like evolved his game to be a striker. He's a fox in the box, but he's still got the trickery, the pace, and fitness to take on a to take on maybe one two defenders and smash the ball in and shoot. He is just an all out goal scorer, and you saw it in midweek for Portugal. Two headed goals, Bain won the game. He he is. He's six foot three. He's got an amazing leap. He's fit as a fiddle and he's as strong as an ox. He is the ultimate striker. I know people say he's 36, but as 36 year olds go, go it was only yeah. last year, he was top goal scorer in Serie A, you know, where Lukaku was bought for 100 million and he was four goals ahead of him. He's looked after himself impeccably. He's an absolute machine. He's dedicated he's the same to the age as us. And Exactly. He's the same age as us. He's the same birthday as, you know, as me, you know, same month. Yeah. 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 I think you were twins, weren't you? I wish. <laughs> All right. So, Ronaldo, the Ronaldo effect. Okay. I like to see he's already told Fernandez we're going for the title. Do you think that's a little bit too much hype? Listen, he ain't gone there not to win. I think, yeah. if I'm honest with you, do I think we can win the title? My heart says yes, my head says no. And the only reason my head says no is because our centre midfield is not good enough and Oli keeps tinkering with it. There's not enough balance in midfield. Fernandez, Pogba, Fred or McTominay, there's not enough balance. Oli needs to make a decision, needs to drop either Fernandez or Pogba to bring a good balance to that midfield. Or is he going to keep putting Pogba on the left and let him do what he wants? There's no balance there. You know, I know it worked against Leeds. It didn't work against um, Southampton. Southampton. And it yeah. just about, I mean, Wolves, we were lucky. I mean, that, yeah. that was a disgraceful performance. How we won that, God knows. Honestly, it was pathetic. Um, and, and that was because he played Fred, who was shocking. And then you've got two, like, attacking midfielders. And, it, and he's got to find the balance now. He's got to find that balance because if he gets it right with Ronaldo up top, amazing. You know, we, we can challenge this year, definitely. And he will, he will want to win the title 100%. He ain't gone there just for, you know, it's a massive challenge to get United back to winning the title. Can you imagine what would happen? He'll go down as the ultimate beyond anything. Yeah. I mean, it's short term. I and mean, if he can, like, let, let's say he comes in, wins the league, and then leaves, for example, they just go back to where they were. Like, it, that will be, he will be the difference, like, at the end of the season, if it does happen. But, All right, hold on. For now, for now, he'll be, um, be the difference. But let me tell you, Mason Greenwood's well, going to be, be England's best striker. So that was going to be my question. Okay. So they're talking about Mason Greenwood playing up top because now all of a sudden he's stacked up a little bit. He's put a bit of weight on over the summer. 
He's wasted out on the wing. He shouldn't be over there. He should be up top. So is this a good thing? Like, is this a, a pupillage session for Mason Greenwood for this year? Or is it going to set him back a year? Like, is, is he going to be patient? No, enough? no. No, he can, look, he's a great player. He can play anywhere along the front three and he can play up top. He will learn from Ronaldo. He will learn from Cavani, which he is. And at the end of the day, Ronaldo can't play every game. Cavani can't play every game. You need multiple players for the amount of games we're going to play. We're going for, we, we want to go for like all the trophies. Why not? Yeah. So it ain't going to stop him. He's, he's only 20, 21. You know, he's got a couple more years to really make that position his own. You know, he's not ready yet. You know, and people say, oh, we need Haaland, Mbappe. No, we don't. Greenwood is phenomenal. He's proven it again this year. He's scoring all sorts of goals. He's yeah. so technical. He's unbelievable. He's such a better footballer than Rashford. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, I mean, I think Rashford's been a bit unlucky with a couple of injuries and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's great. I, I don't doubt it. He's definitely a young prospect. But... When you say he's still young, 2021 is pretty old these days. Like, no, it's not. Two, well, you've mentioned two big players that are already... Uh, like Mbappe won the World Cup by, what, a 19, 20 years old? Haaland's banging him in. He scored a yeah. hat-trick yesterday for Norway. Yeah? Like, Mason Mount, yeah. Champions League winner. What's he, 21? So, yeah, like, we've got this whole young players. Like, this whole... Um, bringing them through the youth and stuff like that now. Like, you can win with kids. You can win with kids. Like, you, you need you a can. bit of a mix. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you're saying um, Greenman had loads of time, but before you know it, it's two, three years on, and who knows what can happen. I'm just throwing a little bit of, little little pinch of salt here, you know? A little controversy. Pinch. Yeah, I know, I understand. Yeah. Mbappe won the World Cup, but Mbappe yeah. needs to go Real Madrid to move it to the next level, you know? And let me tell you, that France team he played in, was absolute worldies. You've got Kante, you've got Pogba, you've got Matuidi, you've got God knows who on the wings, you've got the like Raphael Varane in defence, and Titi Please, was man. great then, Pavard. You know, they had an unbelievable team. You know, oh, so you say, and he you did say make the difference. unbelievable then? I don't know. Listen, look, <laughs> I can't bother to go into it, but Pogba needs someone to babysit and do all the dirty work whilst he just prances about. Yeah. All right, fair enough, fair enough. So you, you mentioned we've mentioned someone there, Mbappe, and I think it's very important because this will move me transition over. Uh, Mbappe has seeing out his last year. I mean, un yeah. unbelievable amount of money Real Madrid offered to take him on for what 180 million, let's say, give or take 180 million with one year left on his contract to take him to Real Madrid. And the only club that could ever let that down because they don't give a shit about money is PSG. 180 million to keep him for one more year where he's going to go to Real Madrid for free next year. And the, and the main reason why they've done that is because him, Neymar and Messi up top is the best chance they have to win that Champions League. Yeah. So yeah, Messi to reject Messi, that. Messi, Messi, Messi. Messi, yeah. What, what are we saying? Messi. What Let's we get saying? Messi. Free transfer, another free transfer for PSG. Probably the best window you've ever seen in your life in regards to not spending any money and get unbelievable players. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel sorry for him at Barcelona, but I almost you almost had an inkling this was coming because the amount of money he was on, 
the debt they were in, they can't get rid of players for love or money. You've seen what they've done with Griezmann. Apparently, he was on 600 grand a week. They bought yeah. him for 100 million. They've, they've given him back for 37. Like, just, just incredible. But Messi at PSG with Neymar and Mbappe, you know, it's almost criminal if he doesn't win the Champions League with them. Well, Donnarumma. Donnarumma, they got for free as Donnarumma, well. Donnarumma. Donnarumma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have a banana. Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum. Yeah. yeah. Wijnaldum. Um, All and of Hakim. Them. Hakim as well from, uh, from Inter Milan. Amazing. Honestly. And also the team they've got there now, you know, with Marquinhos, Kim Pepe. Um, I know he, he's a bit like, he's a bit unpredictable at times, but he is potentially going to be a really good defender. Um, yeah. Ramos, like... Yeah. yeah, listen, unbelievable. To see Mbappe, Messi and Neymar in the same team is just it's, it's incredible. All right, so really your ten, so last week I said to you, who's going to be Champions League winners, yeah? Or well, this was a few weeks ago. I said, who's going to be Champions League winners? You said Real Madrid. Okay. Yeah. Are you sticking with that? Yeah. Are you still sticking with that? So you're not saying that um, Mbappe's last year at PSG, they're going to do it? Listen, the reason what Real Madrid, I, to be honest with you, it's, listen, I don't know. I said Real Madrid, I've got to stick with it. PSG, obviously, their chances have gone up now, yeah. um, you know, but I, I, but Real Madrid have a, a manager that knows how to win it. Um, and I just think Real Madrid, he'll get a tune out of Hazard, Bale, Benzema. Um, and all the young players they got, like Vincent Junior, Rodrigo, I think he'll do something there. I think that's why they brought him back, because he was the one that won it the first time that started off the winning streak, you know, yeah. the three in a row and stuff, the winning team. He's the one that started it. And I, th I, th I think they got a good chance, yeah. But obviously, look, PSG have to be favourites. That's it. I think, yeah, PSG do need to be favourites. There's, there's no doubt about that. But, um, I mean... Would it be would it be a failure? Would it be a failure for Messi to come in and not win it? Like I think it has to be. Yes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Listen, you're you're going to win the league with PSG. It's a, you know I hate to say it's a Mickey Mouse league, but it is. You know, you don't see any like no team in no team is spending over forty million quid in that league. They're going out and spending whatever, giving whatever wages they want. You know, hundred and sixty million Mbappe, hundred and eighty million. Um. 220 million Neymar, you know, Messi's on ridiculous money. It's just unbelievable. So what do you think's better? What team do you reckon has a better chance? A team that's in a Mickey Mouse league, like you said, where only like five to eight games a season are really like, you know, life or death, Good. like they have to win it. Or is it better to be in the Premier League where week in, week out, you've got to be at your best because there's always somebody looking to take you down? And what I'm, why I ask that is because you need to keep fresh. You need to keep, like, game fit when it comes to those Champions League games. Because if mm. you've had a couple of weeks off to coach, you don't need to be playing in that league, then you come to play a big Champions League game, you're not ready or you're not fit for it. So, yeah, is, is that true or...? I think there is some truth in it. I think... I think you look at PSG and they've got to one final in X amount of time. Every time they come up against a good team, a big team or whatever, they seem to they seem to always fall short because they're not used to playing that many intensive good games in a season, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're looking at Neymar and Mbappe. Are they going to get up and 
want to place Rennes or Lons, you know. I know they do it every week, but they're not great teams. Whereas in the Premier League, that's why it's the best league in the world. Every week you've got, all right, you know, Man United, you've got Tottenham, Man City, Arsenal. All right, Arsenal ain't that great. But they're all big teams. They're all good teams where you're playing them. So every yeah. week is, you know, look, at the end of the day, you've got teams like Aston Villa going out and spending 100 million. Yeah. Selling yeah. players for 100 million, but then spending 100 million, you know, it's Everton, just unbelievable, Wolves. you know. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, only team um, that does it is Bayern Munich, but their their manager was unbelievable. He took them to a level. They won the, you know, they won the Champions League against PSG. They were just blowing people away, but he's gone now, so let's see how they go. You know, they yeah. they come up short last year. Um well, I mean, that, that's a PSG. good example. But that's a good example, though, because when Pep was there, they had the te- they had the league tied up by what April, so or even he just March. couldn't get over the line. Couldn't get well, over no, the so, line. So yeah, but he's 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 got seven eight games left. He's already tied up the league, and yeah, he can rest players. But then you want players to be, you know, on their toes. So that game, yeah. that big game, could be what's needed for them to go and play the next big game. No, of course. Um, look, there's pros and cons of it both because even like United or Chelsea would rot- or Man City, look, you know, they would rotate the team. There's no way Chelsea should have won it last year. Man City should have won it. But, you know, they, they just he tinkered with his formation. I don't know why he done what he done. And obviously, De Bruyne got injured after five minutes because someone elbowed him. So, he didn't elbow you know, him. what can was, I say? So he checked him. He checked him. He the only thing he there. checked was to see if he could knock him out. No, we'll have to go to VAR on this thing, but he didn't, he didn't elbow him, he checked him, you know, he just stood there, that was it, and if, if he's a pussy, he's a pussy, what can I say, now, De Bruyne is unbelievable, <laughs> De Bruyne is unbelievable, I can't get away from that, but Rudiger stood there and he stood his ground, and unfortunately, he's, uh, I, think he's, I think his shoulder hit his cheekbone, pretty much, yeah, yeah, nuts, 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 well, I mean, we haven't even spoken about Man City, but I think we're saved that for another day, really, because it is it is United's day. There's no doubt about that. There's a couple of conspiracies which I want to run by you quickly. You know, the whole the whole thing was, oh, he's going to go. To, uh, Ronaldo's going to City. Ronaldo's going to City. Can't believe it. Burnley shirt. Never. Burnley shirt. Never. Well, do you Never. think Georgi Mendes? He, I mean, he probably played the super agent role and kind of spread these rumours that there was talk of City. So then that made you. There was talk for City. He well, was offered at City. But did but did he create that though? Like they did with Sanchez. Did he create that 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 noise which then made United move? Now definitely they want to move for Ronaldo, but they probably didn't want to move for Sanchez. That was the rumor. They, but they, were, they couldn't let City have him. So is that the same with Ronaldo now? Look, it's similar. The thing is, Ronaldo wanted to leave Juventus because Juventus turned around and said, we, we don't want you financial and all this. Juventus can say what they want. They didn't want Ronaldo there. They couldn't afford him, right? Mm-hmm. But Ronaldo, Juventus are playing it very clever. Oh, no, we still want him. No, they don't. They've just let their top goal scorer go. go. Uh, you know, after he goes, they lose 1-0 to Empoli. You know, they haven't replaced him. All right, they brought in Moise Keane. Nowhere near good enough. No. Um, on Ronaldo's level. So, look, they let him go. Look, he was offered all round. He weren't just offered to Man City and all that. But, look, all my mates were going mad at me, saying blah, 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 blah. There was a little inkling. I started believing it. But then in my head, no. Why would you ruin your legacy? Your legacy with Manchester United that you've done so much and the fans love you. He comes back and scores against us and we still sing his name. 
Yeah. We still follow him around the world. Yeah. No way was he going to see. No way. And the fact that he's come to United, amazing. But a lot of people need to understand, we did need a striker. We did need someone to put the ball in the box because Greenwood's not ready. Cavani can't play every game. We needed a striker. You had a week before Gary Neville talking on um, Monday Night Football. Oh, go get Harry Kane. Why aren't we getting Harry Kane? Yeah. You know, we need that striker, you know, for a few years whilst Greenwood grows. So, yeah, it's great. It works for us. We've got a striker now. We're formidable up top. But no excuses. No excuses. So, who's going to put all the boxes in the box room then? Who's going to put all the balls in the box for him? Greenwood, Greenwood, Sancho, Rashford. They can all cross the ball. One Bissaka can cross a ball, but it's like a five-year-old crossing it. You know, it's like a slow, delayed, hang-in-the-air ball where, you know, you've got to wait 10 years for it to drop. But Luke well, Shaw, any, proven, yeah. assists. But if there's anyone that can get up high enough for a looping ball, it's Ronaldo, isn't it? Blimey, I think he jumped about 12 foot the other day. Exactly. So, you know, and he's still <laughs> athletic. He can still, you know, he'll love it. He'll love coming up against Van Dyke. That's what he lives for. He wants to test himself every week. Yeah, no, it's, it's massive. I mean, it, it's only going to be positive for the Premier League. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, you want to see the top teams back up there again. And if, if we're all competing, if we're all battling it out, you know, like, the, like we got a draw against Liverpool the other day with 10 men. That's a big win. That's a big winner at the moment. You've got those little points going to make a big difference when it comes down to it. You know, like City losing the I first agree. game against against Spurs. Like they, you can't really afford to lose any points at the moment. So, um, big scalp. I mean, our player got sent off. We were, we hung on for till the end. So, I'm pretty happy with that. But Great week in, yeah, Great week result. in week out, we're going to be like, it's in. It's going to be exciting stuff. You know. I mean, I wonder how many people are going to put Ronaldo in their team for fantasy. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, of course. Um, look, and also as well, I know people say he's 36. I know that Merson has said a couple of things and Graham Soon has said a couple of things. This guy looks after himself. This guy oh. lives for it. He will, he will finish a game and he'll have a two-hour cold bath, ice cold bath. He will up his nutrition. He will up his training. You know, there was someone on TalkSport, I think the Peterborough owner, saying like, you know, he saw him in Barbados or something, or Bahamas, and yeah. the geezer's running 10K. He's running yeah. around the hotels doing 10K every day. He is an absolute machine. Oh, machine. Yeah, he's a machine, yeah. He will, he's not he will want to prove himself more. He, he might even take himself to another level. Yeah, he could do. Yeah. It's just interesting to see how he's going to start you know, like they were giving some stats the other day. He started well at Real Madrid, but he didn't start well at Juventus. But then you've seen what he's done at Juventus. So, um, yeah. And then, and then, as you know, with United, he didn't start too well. But he was on the wing and his numbers weren't great at the end. But how many... He wasn't playing out and out right striker, was he, all the time? So... His numbers were amazing at the end. Yeah. 42 and 23. At the ends. At the ends, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what do you expect? You've got to grow... As a, this is why I love watching a player grow because you can see them grow like I've yeah. watched Rashford like come on as this kid and grow but he has not taken it to another level he is just stagnated um you watch like um like I'm watching Greenwood and he stagnated last year but he's still really young but you see it you see the growth and the potential in him like to do even better and this year he started amazing he's already scored three goals um you you yeah. can like I know you're saying these young players straight away, but it takes time. You know, it takes time. You know, Mason Mount will only get better. 
You know, Phil Foden, you see him improving. He's getting better and better. But these players have got to be consistent because Messi and Ronaldo are set new, new levels. You know, they haven't done it over three, four, five years. They've done it over 10, 12 years. Yeah. At the very, very top. And that's what players need to do now. They need to sacrifice their nutrition, their lifestyle to reach these heights. And, and the best ones will do that. Yeah. As, as I said, amazing, amazing season it's going to be. Um, I think the first game, what's it going to be? I think it's going to be Crystal Palace for my So, yeah, Crystal Palace versus Spurs. That's at 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. Let's yeah. just run through this very, very quickly. Let's, uh, let's call out a couple of teams here. Arsenal versus Norwich. Is it going to be four? Well, if the Arsenal can't win that, oh, he's, got to, he's got to win. He has to win. It's a relegation battle. It's a six-pointer for them. You're mad, isn't it? Mad. Brentford, Brighton. That's going to be interesting. Graham Potter seems to be proving himself a little bit. They're getting goals now. Brentford, decent team come up. Yeah. Um, That's a game, game where it'd probably be yeah. a draw. You reckon, yeah? All right. Le- Leicester, Man City. Big game at Leicester. Um, Leicester, always do well, Leicester always do well against Man City. I think Man City will do it. I think Man okay. City are in the. They're getting in a groove. They'll start. They'll start. They're starting the groove earlier than last year. They'll do it. All right, United Newcastle, quick goal score. What are you saying? I, I think I think everyone will be buzzing. You know, Ronaldo probably come off the bench. He'll be buzzing. I think I think we could win three four nil. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, if Varane plays, I mean, you probably won't let goals in now. So very true. Um, Southampton versus West Ham. West Ham. This was going to be my question, actually. If you wouldn't have got Ronaldo, would you be happy with Mikel Antonio? <laughs> uh, no, he's like <laughs> not good enough for United, but he's great for West Ham. But listen, he's, he's having an amazing season. Credit yeah. to David Moyes for coaching him, improving him and using what he's good at to hold. Like he's, a, like he's a big lump and Moyes is teaching him what to do. You can tell his game's evolving because he was yeah. like a winger or right back at one point. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, credit David Moyes. Again, he signs big, strong players um, in midfield, like the Czech boys. You know, West Ham could have a good year. Yeah, they could, definitely. Well, they, I think they're going to be upsetting a few of the bigger teams. You know, it's not like... I think so. West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's jump from Wolves and Watford, sod them. Uh, Chelsea, Aston Villa. Are the Argentinian players going to be back? Probably not. So, Chelsea, we should do all right. Yeah. Yeah, should be all right. Chelsea, and Chelsea's game, game to win. Yeah, yeah and big you know, game Lukaku should have a field day. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I've got him in my team. I'm probably going to have him as captain again, maybe, but we'll have to see. Uh, Leeds-Liverpool. On paper, two massive teams. Bobby. Two massive teams. It should be a very good game as well. Yeah, but, but the way Leeds play, they're very open. Liverpool should just take them apart. Interesting stuff, interesting stuff. So you're still going with the top four you had last time, which was, uh, it was City, United, Chelsea, Liverpool. You sticking with that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, anything you want to ask me? <laughs> well, well, who do you think will be top goal scorer this year? Ronaldo, who will score more goals, Ronaldo or Lukaku? Um, that's a very good question, actually. Because I'm thinking, how many games is Ronaldo actually going to play? I think that that's what it will come down to, really. Like, L- Lukaku is going to play every single game. 
So do I think Lukaku can score more goals in the season? Yes, but goals per game, probably not. So only because I think he's going to play more games in the Premier League, I think Lukaku. Okay, fair enough. And now you've watched Chelsea after two, three games, are you confident they could win the league? I said this, didn't I? I think I said, I think I said double. I think I said the double. Yeah. We, we, we have, no, look, we have the team. I've got no doubt about that now. Lukaku is definitely like missing piece. Um, it was a shame against Liverpool that we didn't have 10 men because it would have been nice to see that battle with Van Dijk and really see what Lukaku's made of. But as yeah. I said, 1-1 one, uh, one, one at Liverpool with 10 men wasn't bad. We've just got this extra sort of drug but hold the ball up now, which is what we were missing. You know, we used to have also yeah, Hazard no, kind of back his arse up. And, uh, you know, we've, we've always had someone like back their arse up and kind of let players come through. So we had it with Hasselbank. You know, Hazard with his, with his low centre used to uh, win fouls because of that break-up play. So, do I think we can do it? Yes. But do we need luck? Yes. There yeah. you go. Of course, you always need a bit of luck, but yeah, I'm no, not I think dodging it. Be right up there. I'm not dodging it. I'm not getting political. I'm not like PC here at all. Do I think we can do it? Yes. I believe in Tuchel a lot. A lot. Believe in the Tuchel. Very fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Any yeah. surprise questions for me? <laughs> Any surprise? Well, I thought I've given you a couple actually, but if you want some more, I'm happy to give them to you. Last question of the show. Okay. Last question of the show. All right. Well, you didn't want me to ask you this, so I'm going to ask it now. Oh, <laughs> um, if you can remember from a couple of weeks ago, management decision of the week. <laughs> God. Dave, I can't remember the results. They've gone out my head. Um, I'll, I'll probably do it for you. Probably two calls, the changes that you made to get us to draw, really, at Liverpool. You know, Nuno. I think, I think Nuno... I wouldn't say it's Manny. I think Nuno deserves a lot of credit what he's doing at Spurs, you know. He played 3-1-3, I think. Yeah, um, no, that's very true as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He deserves he deserves some credit. You know, he's their eighth choice. Remember, eighth choice. Yeah. And he's, yeah. you know, he's doing very well. Yeah, so who have they? They've got he's Crystal Palace well. this weekend. Patrick Vieira, he's going to want to get some Spurs. Oh, yeah, blood, of isn't course, he? Vieira. Yeah. yeah, he's going to want blood. Of course, he's yeah, an ex-Arsenal really boy when they were good. Yeah. And, you know, this is the thing as well, like, Chelsea have been very clever. We let out these players, like this Conor Gallagher, for example. Yeah. Like, he, he got two goals against West Ham last week. And I know West Ham's not title contenders, but, you know, that still breaks He's them a up good a player. Yeah, yeah. But, no, He's but what I mean player. is, like, we position these um, fringe players in other teams, so then it messes up, up, like, it gives us other chances to make sure that big teams don't come near us. So, um, possibly, who's, yeah. Well, who's the kid that's gone to Norwich as well? The Scottish kids, um, Billy Gilmore, uh, Billy Gilmore, Billy Gilmore. Yeah, I mean, he, he can grow there. Is Norwich going to do something on some other teams? Probably because of him, yeah. I agree. You know, and he and they can't play against us, which is perfect, <laughs> yeah. Lucky, yeah, lucky yeah. Man. All right, well, that's it for today. I think that was a very good show. Good show, uh, CR7. Very good. CR7. Come on. All the way. 
Yeah, he had to get his number back, didn't he? He had to get that back. There was no oh, it was, it, was a, it was a given. It had to. Yeah. The Premier League had to do it for themselves as well. You know, they can't not allow it. it listen, he's Ronaldo. He's the great, one of the greatest, not only ever footballers of the Premier League, he's one of the greatest ever footballers to play the game. This is how good this guy is. When yeah. he retires, you'll look back and it'll be like, oh my God, Pele, Ronaldo. Uh, sorry, Pele, um, Maradona, Ronaldo, Messi. These four players. Yeah. Are you going to try and get up there for the game? One of the games, anyway. Uh, too busy this weekend, but definitely we'll be taking little Zach up there in the next yeah. few weeks, 100%. Amazing. Amazing. All right. Signing off. Ash, it's been a Sign pleasure. Off. We're keeping to this Always. every week. We're doing a build-up of the Premier League each week, and we're committing to that because two mates talking football, as you can tell, it's like you're in the beer garden or you're on the couch with your mates just having a chat, a chin wag, and you're calling each other out about your teams, a bit of bants, and uh, that's what it's all about. So, Ash, I'll be seeing you. All the best. See you soon. Nice one. Thanks for tuning into the show, guys. This is a weekly podcast where me and my mate are having a chat about things that happen in the week of football and the comparisons with business leadership and football leadership. That's what we're looking to discuss. It should have the feeling of you when you're sat around with your mates having a chat about the game and breaking the whole thing down. There's some controversy. There's some people that have different opinions. Write in, comment. Let's hear your thoughts on the game. Let's hear your thoughts on our opinions. But give it a thumbs up. Give it a share. Let's get these subscribers up so everyone can enjoy Two Mates Talking Football Leadership.